Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 644. And today we're going to dive into the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Jinky 35, which is hunger. The repressive nature being bored and the reactive nature being manic. And this uh, repressive and reactive natures, this is how we can catch the shadow. Because since it's a blind spot on the unconscious, we are unaware of it. We go through our lives, through the motions, through the habits, and uh, we keep doing this stuff. And we keep uh, complaining why does the situation is the same way in our lives, in our challenges, in our conflicts, in, in with other people and, and in reality. And it's because we are unaware. It's always unconsciousness that drives our co- conflicts in, in, in reality, our problems. When we become conscious of it, there's a, there's a process to uh, rewire the neural networks that have been established through years of uh, doing the same thing over and over again. So it's not like just by, oh, I'm, I'm you know, having your hologenetic profile or looking at the jinky and saying, oh, I have this stuff, you know, and, and then it's over. It's not just like that. It takes about 90 days and it could be longer uh, to reprogram the brain, make new neural networks and uh, uh, in the brain, new neural pathways. And um, and it's it's work. And but when we become aware of this, uh, we have the opportunity to look at our experiences and see how are we responding to them. Because it's always about our response to our reality. Are we responding or are we reacting with the reactive nature? The repressive nature, as always, is very, very challenging because it's an unconsciousness, so unconscious, if, 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 pardon the, the kind of like the, the language, but it's, it's an unconsciousness, so unconscious that uh, we are completely unaware of it. There is nothing to uh, show us that this is what's happening except la- our life sucks. <laughs> I mean, just to put it, put it bluntly, um, with this nature board is um, it's a fear of that natural hunger. Because as we looked in the shadow of this jinky, the hunger is just is just the natural basic um, uh, instinct. It's, it's, it's a it's a foundation of our DNA to move us forward. You know, it's the same energy on the entire um, uh, 35th jinky, this hunger, right? But it gets refined as the frequency uh, moves up into the gift and the city. And so it's all about understanding the nature of these archetypes, in this case, jinky 35, the nature of this energy, of this consciousness, and, and then transform it. And the transformation is always the same. It really comes down to connecting with life. When we're disconnected with life, we fall into the shadow. And so we are, because you can't escape these archetypes. We are these archetypes. Consciousness is all of these archetypes manifesting and expressing through all of us. The only thing that we have is, are we connected to life or are we disconnected from life? And that what changes, that is everything that changes and transmute that frequency and refines that that archetype into its higher uh, frequencies. And so when we are coming from the shadow of hunger, we are um, 
we are unaware of of the world, unaware of people, unaware of life. We are just hungry and we will do anything to get that hunger. But if we are on the repressive nature, our energy is stuck in the second seal, the second chakra, then our response to life is going to be suppression. That's a response to this archetype that we have the hunger, we have these desires, we, you can't escape them. You know, the only thing you can do is recognize them and become more refined in your approach towards uh, fulfilling this, this hunger, right? Because the hunger is not going to go away. It's, 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 if you want to take it all the way to the physical level, we have to eat. We have to drink water. We have to rest. We have hunger. And we have hunger for many things, right? But that's the very core. We have to eat. We, are, we get hungry when we're not eating. So take that when the consciousness races and, and we're having experiences or, or the lack of these experiences. And now we go through life unconscious that, um, that we have suppressed our desires, our hunger in, in the repressive nature. And so it's very, very challenging because there is no life without growth. If we are not expanding the nature, the very the one constant in life, if you would want to call it that, is change. If we are not changing, if we're not expanding, life will, will at some point, and this is what happens to the repressive nature ultimately, life will bring an experience that will shock it has to, because there is no other way to to uh, wake people up from this state, and 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 it will bring you so much uh, suffering, because that's the nature of the second seal: is suffering, is sadness, is pain, is fear, pure fear. Your base, the base fear, the fear is so intense on these people of their hunger, because who knows? Maybe maybe they have sexual desires that are very intense, or maybe they have. You know, they have dreams that, that they want to experience, but that hunger for, for more, it's natural. And so the suppression of that hunger, and, and it's for XYZ reasons, you know, maybe you grew up in a, in a, in a very suppressive environment or society, culture, family, uh, you know, a system that, 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 you know, put you in, in a place of suppression. And, and there is no blame there because we craft our experience before we land in this reality, our family. Where are we going to land? It's all pre-planned to trigger that genetic uh, um, um, propensities because we have, the, we choose the body that is going to have the very specific configuration that is going to give us these challenges. And we choose this everything from your life, from your experiences to give us the opportunity to face these challenges, this change that's going to come. And, and, and it's going to come during the first uh, three, um, uh, seven year cycles of our childhood up to, up to 21 years old. And, and then if we don't manage to understand it, there is going to loop. And that's where people get stuck in empty, bored lives without any adventure, without any sheen into their lives. Their their eyes are are lifeless. People, you know, they're they're they they don't have energy to move forward. Their vitality is drained because 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 they're the the nothing is is nourished. We haven't at that point. They haven't have the ability to experience, to go and reach and connect, connect 
with life because the, the gift, once we move from the shadow to the gift, the movement is connection. We have to connect with life. And that is the, the opening of the heart and exchange experience, exchange relationships, exchange knowledge, exchange information, exchange consciousness, exchange electromagnetic coding information, coding, coding in the electromagnetic exchange, right? And if we're not having that, we're not living. And so uh, the thing with the repressive nature is always, you know, it, it's, a, it's a shock. A shock so profound. That is the only thing. There's, you know, coaching is not going to work for that one or, or you know, uh, teachers or whatever you read. You know, it's, it's going to really go over the people's heads because maybe profound therapeutic work, shamanic work, maybe some soul-soul retrieval. And some, you know, maybe even psychedelics or some, something really profound, you know, that, that you could actually seek. Uh, and, and they will give you the shock because the shock is the one thing that is going to like, you know, open that doorway into the unconscious. And we can see for the first time, oh, my God, I've been afraid my whole life of my own hunger. So taking responsibility for the shadow is the way to move forward. We have the reactive nature on the other side. With every other reactive natures out there, it's going to be busy, busy, busy. But not busy with what's valuable, with what's important, with, with that deep inner hunger for whatever it is at that, your level of evolution, right? And, and, and it's not really fulfilling people. And there's a lot of anger there, a lot of anger and resentment and blaming. And so all of that pushes our power away into the outside. So without power, we, don't, we cannot manifest. We cannot uh, fulfill this hunger. We cannot have an adventure in our lives. And so we're going to be diving into this uh, repressive and reactive nature today. But if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. And then at the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. And that you can listen to that episode and get started with what we're doing here. We are learning how to heal ourselves, how to understand our lives and all of life. And we do this not by uh, learning philosophy or studying uh, information. We do... Um, Input the data into the brain just so that we can use that information to, uh, to contemplate, to have a conversation with God ultimately. But it's high frequency, asking high frequency questions, and then you can get your high frequency answers. And this is what we're after. We're after realization. We're after personal spiritual experience and personal physical experience. Because only then, only then can we, can we know this, all of this stuff, all of this stuff, these are hints, this is a map, this is a toolbox that we're using here, starting these jinkies and the hologenetic profile, but it's, um, but it's a tool, and it's not going to tell you anything, but it's going to help you uh, look into very specific areas and, and position your attention in ways that uh, you can get answers to your very specific situation in your life. And that's what we're doing here on that Patreon on episode 256. You will see a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. 
And when you click on that link, uh, it will take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map we're using to enter into the study of these Jinkies. It's a beautiful, beautiful study. And uh, you can download it for free. It's specifically personalized for your uh, body, for your genetic configuration uh, for this incarnation and for your spiritual challenges in this lifetime. And, uh, and it comes from, uh, from your ancestry, all of that you've been uh, given uh, since the beginning of, you know, everything. But now it's very specific. And still, it's just the entry point into our study. Because we're ultimately studying all these 64 jinkies. Because we have them all. Some of them you have already understood. Some of them you have not. Some of them you might not be uh, have the propensity to work on in this very particular lifetime. But ultimately, we have all of this. And we, if we can understand these archetypes of human experience, these archetypes of consciousness... We, we have a cheat sheet for life, for changing every single aspect of your life, of yourself. And, and ultimately, even if we don't reach enlightenment, if you want to call it like that, we could very much manifest a fulfilled life as a human being in this reality uh, in every possible way, personal, spiritual, emotional, physical, in your relationships, in your business, in work, in manifesting abundance, every single aspect is a consequence of how do we address life. And if we know, if we have the proper education, the proper theory, because it's a theory, um, then we can get to work and change the little aspects here and there that will make us uh, able to uh, address life differently and get different results. So that's what we're doing here on that page. There's charts, there's links, there's a video, there's another podcast, there's a, a resources section with more links to the Jinkies website. I highly recommend The Art of Contemplation. That's what we're doing here. It's a little book that you can get on, on the Jinkies uh, website. And there's a link on that page in the resources section in episode 256. And uh, this is kind of, this is what we're doing. We're contemplating this stuff. And when we're contemplating, we're making a connection directly with God. And we can actually have a very specific downloads that will be relevant to your personal experience, to your life, to your situations, to your relationships, to your business, to all of your experiences. We also have um, uh, uh, an index on that page uh, that explains uh, that t tells you because we have over 300 episodes that talk about that map and uh, all on Jorn.tv. And there's an index there uh, where uh, are these episodes located, you know, which numbers are for the uh, green part of the map, which 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 are for the red part of the map, which are for the blue part of the map. And all of that is there. And also when you get your map, any word you find on that map, you can come to Jordan.tv and on the top of the of this website, there's a search and you can search for any term on that uh, on that um, a profile. And we will have one or many episodes talking about that very specific subject, uh, except Jinkies uh, 36 through 64, because we haven't gotten through those. But by the time you're listening to this, we might. So, uh, you know, because that's our goal here, get to have all of these episodes. And this is just my perspective. If you go to the Jinkies website, you will hear Richard Ross's per perspective. He's the author of the Jinkies. He's more, much more chill than me. Maybe you like his uh, the way he communicates better. He's much more peaceful. I'm a little bit more raucous. 
But uh, it's just a different way of delivering our own contemplation because that's ultimately what we're doing. Richard, me, and anybody that talks about this, we're just sharing what we are contemplating about this. And this is, I do it, uh, I'm, I'm doing it in, in, in podcast format so that more people can find about this. I am not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. Uh, we're just uh, studying philosophy. We are studying, we're inputting data, information into the brain. And I'm doing it on podcast format because it works for me. I'm getting my, you know, I'm, I'm on this Everybody contemplates in a different way. I, I, this works for me because I'm, I'm, I'm on the roll. I don't edit any of this stuff. It's just what's coming out is on automatic, and I get a lot out of it. And, and, and if I could, you know, if, if this could help you in any way, that makes me happy because, you know, ultimately when you start feeling the love in your heart, you just want to share it. And that's what, that's what uh, being a light worker is. This is what, what a lot of people right now. We are we're preparing ourselves to uh, uh, making a transition into a new consciousness. So all of that information is there on that page. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, click on the About tab also on that menu at the bottom of Jorn.tv. And, uh, and, and that will take you to episode one. You can listen to episode one. What's our goal here with this podcast and with this brand, with this vision, with Planet Homemaking, with Jorn.tv, Pearl Planet. Who am I? All of that information is there. There's a, a links uh, to our social media. You can um, we have a, um, a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room. If you want to contact us, that's the place to do it. We have a Rumble, a Clubhouse, uh, um, a Twitter, and a Truth Social accounts, and all of the links are there. And also at the bottom, there's a resources section uh, that has information regarding of what, what's been going on in the world at a physical level in the last three years. We're in the middle of a transition, as I was saying, into a new consciousness, what has been called Christ consciousness. And Christ consciousness, what it really means is just the realization that we're all one organism. We appear it's so advanced uh, that it appears to be separated, but every one of us, we are all one whole organism, including everything, nature, and the universe itself. And, uh, uh, you know, when we learn how to open our heart and let love f- flow through us, because we don't make love, we allow love, because love is, love is, that there's the only thing that exists in the universe is love. And his love is so vast that it allows the denial of it, or the, or the, or the withdrawal of it, or the closing from it, or the f- being afraid of it. But that is the nature of love. It's unconditional. So when you allow love into your heart, it wants to reach further. And what happens with number one, we heal ourselves. That's the purpose of, of, of our brand, you know, becoming uh, sovereign individuals that understand the nature of uh, one. What is the one whole of humanity that, that, that we are? What is what is God? Who are we? Because we are the children of God. We are the individual shorts of the light of creation landing in this reality. And as we become aware of that, we become Christ consciousness. And uh, so that's our goal here. But uh, first, we have to pass through this test. It's, like it's a sort of initiation into the future. Uh, uh, and the test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. And uh, number one, from yourself, was we've been lying to ourselves our whole lives. That's why we have stuff in the unconscious. And number two, realize the, the lie of the world. And the lie of the world at the very core is that you are not good enough, that you are not worthy of love. That is the lie of the world. 
And out of that comes all of these shadows that have built a shadow reality. Basically, what we call the matrix hierarchical uh, uh, system of control that exists in the world. And it's the consequences of the lies of the world, the lies of people, the lies of, of every single organization and structure and system and government in the, in, in the entire of the world. We live in an illusion of, of freedom that it is not. And uh, be, before we can manifest Christ consciousness, we need to know the truth. And the truth is not something that somebody can tell you. You need to experience it. And so um, that's what we're doing here with this. Ultimately, uh, we're not here to fight the old power structure. It's a, it's a house of cards. It's a sinking boat. And uh, what we're here to do is realize what is really going on so that we can make decisions in our lives uh, based on integrity, based on your intuition and your connection with your true path, and then participate in the creation of an, of an alternate reality. Whatever it is that your natural inner drive, the singing of your heart calls you, brings you, uh, you know, pushes you forward towards, right? And when you fall, when you listen to that intuition, to that excitement in your heart, then you end up in the right place doing the right thing with the right people. And I'm saying right in terms of relative to where you are in your evolutionary state. That's what we're here to do. And naturally, because everything is sustained by attention, when our attention moves towards creating an alternate reality, the old power structure collapses because there's no attention to sustain it. The most powerful currency in the world is not... Uh, money is not time, it is attention. And so when we remove the attention from um, from uh, the, the old power structure, we bring that attention to where, where our truth is. Everything changes because the, the world as, as we know it is, is designed to um, hoard your attention and funnel it into very specific little boxes that create reality and and it's not the kind of reality that will uh, bring this awakening of consciousness. It's a reality that keeps people sleepwalking. And it's very sad and it's what's been going on for a very, very long time. So all of that information is there and you can check it out. And uh, But uh, let's dive into this repressive and reactive nature of the shadow of Gene Key 35, which is hunger, right? So uh, I'm I'm gonna be I'm reading this book and I'm gonna give you my uh, perspective on it as we go through this. Uh, this repressive nature and reactive nature, particularly the reactive nature, is uh, we're looking into this in order to be able to recognize it when we have an experience, when we have a conversation, when we're having an exchange with somebody else. And the way that the universe is built is that it's going to be a mirror. It's going to give us something. And when it upsets you, when it pisses you off, that's when you know that's the frequency. That's the power that is stored on the outside. That is the moment of the shift. And we're going to be talking about that in a bit. But we're going to dive first into this repressive nature of this shadow, which is bored, right? So the repressed version of the 35th fifth shadow is about boredom. This is when the deep hunger within someone is thrust back down into the unconscious. This deep hunger for experience, for life, for living. Imagine, you know, I mean, I'm not there, you know, but some of us, we've been through these repressive natures here and here and there, right? 
being so afraid of your deep, deepest hunger that you push it into the unconscious. How are we going to live if we don't have that hunger, right? Such people are afraid of what their lives might become if they allow the hunger to dictate their direction. So they find ways to keep it beneath the surface, right? Because ultimately, this is, this, is, this is raw nature, right? If we don't transmute the shadow into the gift, this shadow runs our lives and it makes all sorts of destruction and insanity and chaos all over the place. So if we don't, if we don't uh, address it and we don't transmute it, absolutely will wreak havoc in your life. If you have this hunger for sex, you know, you're going to, you know, end up creating a lot of conflict and a lot of drama and a lot of breaking hearts. And who knows, you might even get an STD or this is, and the same with power, right? The hunger for power, you will step on people and and do whatever it takes to to get what you want. And that hunger continues to be there. It's never going to be fulfilled because it's a natural inner drive, but it's not refined. And the refinement is how do we interact with life? The, the movement from the shadow to the gift is always the same. How are we having the experience of this archetype? Are we coming from a place of I want to get, which is I don't have, which is the heart is closed. You are not seeing anybody. You are not considering anyone. And all you want is to satisfy this hunger because it's a natural inner drive, right? But when we um, flip that coin and and positioned our attention and all our, our entire being into giving, how are we, and then you ask your question, but how are you going to give something you don't have? You do have it. And is this hunger, you, you transmute that energy, right? And, and, and the, the key is recognizing that there are your brothers and sisters are the entire of humanity, the world, nature, how can you give the heart opens up? You refine this and what you're going to find on the other side, you're going to find the adventure of love. And we're going to be talking about that on the gift of this 35th um, Ginky, the gift of adventure, right? So this this whole process of, of being so afraid of, you know, hunger running your life, right, and pushing it into the unconscious uh, inevitably leads to a profound sense of boredom as the hunger constantly bubbles up to the surface and tempts them in a new direction because this, bo- this this hunger is there. It's like, it's like pushing a, a bob in the ocean down like a cork, right? It's going to pop up how much energy is spent on trying to push yourself down to trying to pretend that this stuff is not there. This is why people get sick because they're putting a lot of unconscious attention in maintaining a lot of energy is, is lost there in maintaining something that needs to come out. The hunger is there. You do want to have these experiences, but you don't know how to properly have them. And since and since you don't know and you've experienced maybe a little bit of this hunger coming out when you got drunk or something and then the monster comes out, right? You're like, fuck, I don't want to have that experience again. It's going to create a mess in my life. And you might not even be aware of any of this stuff when you're in the repressive nature, right? So what's the consequence? Pure boredom. Nothing will satisfy because you're not really engaging in life. You're afraid of connecting.
right? And so, um, and it's every time this hunger is going, you, you're afraid of that is going to move you to uh, somewhere else, you know. So it's, it's it's a very very challenging place to be. So even these people, or even that though these people are bored, they may not know they're bored. That's an even thing. That's why the repressive nature is the hardest place to be. Because you might not even be aware that this stuff is going on, right? It takes huge inner strength to hold down such a genetic force. We're talking about the genetic force of hunger, right? And the usual result of such pressure is a great reduction in a person's vitality and love for life. There is no love for life. Their faces don't shine. Their eyes are lifeless and their lives are unadventurous and empty. These are the people of the matrix crafted to be cogs in a machine. Just moving forward day after day after day. The same day happening every day. You see them everywhere. And if, if, you, if, you know, if you're working with them or you know, they're in your family, it's it's... It's like a black hole. These people are just dragging this in because there's so much power underneath this, right? There's a conflict so strong. And since we're incredibly powerful beings, we have the ability to completely turn the switch off on on being aware of all this stuff that's bubbling underneath. And so because there's this deep hunger to live life, to engage, to have an adventure, to, to grow, right? And, and there's this fear of, of the hunger taking over, of the shadow of, of this jinky taking over. Um, there's just no, there is no possibility that this it can even come out. So a, a very big shift, a shock needs to happen for these people to wake up from this lumber. Very, very challenging place to be. And uh, it will come, you know, as, as something that will thrust. It, it's kind of like the, the story, the, the hero's journey, right? It will, some, some experience, external experience will push these people to move forward because, uh, because they have to. And that's what change is. That's the nature of change. And ultimately, sooner or later, these people will have these experiences, whether they move forward with that or continue to crack down and become impl- in 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 uh, what it's not imploded kind of like um collapse inward even more then that's another story you know but uh, the the universe will not fail to deliver these experiences cuz then the very nature of being that sort of black hole is going to call that experience it's it's sucking it in so it's it will happen and so better to be aware of this be conscious and if you have your hologenetic profile and you have it in your map and it's showing you kind of which line you are, which is going to give you this repressive of reactive nature, right? That 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 shows up in the in the um, in the um, in the in the lines of the hologenetic profile, then you can see further and go like, oh my God, what is going on? And and here's the thing: some of us uh, swing back and forth from this repressive and reactive nature. So it's not even that easy to recognize. But when you're putting your attention on this thing, when you're contemplating it, you're going to start getting the answers of this. So that's the repressive nature. And now the reactive nature of this shadow of hunger is being manic. 
And so the reactive 35th shadow is too busy to be bored. And so you see kind of the dynamic that happens always with this repressive and reactive nature. It's two, co- two sides of the same coin, right? When you're seeing these people are so busy, they don't have time for you. They don't have time for anything. They're like just doing, doing, doing. But what are they doing? The things that they're doing, they're done with a close, with a closed heart. And things done with a closed heart will just spend your energy and really don't give you or anyone anything. So these are people who are so afraid of their lives being empty. They're afraid of boredom, right? That they continually fill them up with activity. They're just busy, busy, busy. But their lives are still empty because they're so afraid of their lives being empty. Wherever we put our attention, we put the manifestation. So the attention is in the fear of being empty, which is just the attention is on being empty. So the manifestation is being empty, even though they might be completely full with stuff. So they constantly look for external stimuli stimuli to fulfill their hunger, right? Thus, they move from one flower to the next in a kind of lustful frenzy. These are the people that completely go satisfy their hunger, but they're not doing it with an awareness of love, with an awareness of caring, with an awareness of love for themselves and for anybody else. You know, it's like kind of like just eating, 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 eating until you're massively fat or just, you know, keep scrolling on the Instagram or hours and hours on YouTube. And it's like, it's not really giving you anything. At some point, there was a point where it was fulfilling and then that was the end and you know, you feel it, but you keep going. And why do you keep going? Because you want to fulfill this hunger. You know, it just keeps happening, right? So, so such people become the great blamers of others for their circumstances, making it very difficult for them to maintain any lasting sense of commitment. And this is probably the hardest, the hardest and the most challenging thing to realize of the reactive nature, right? When you go through your life doing the same thing you're doing, whatever it is, especially when we're talking about this manic thing, you're going to create situations that have no love and they're going to create conflict. And so you're going to, if you don't understand that it's because you're putting it out there, then you're going to blame the outside world. The moment you blame the outside, you're blaming the manifestation. You put it there in the first place and it came back to you. This is the gift of God. This is the gift of love. But it's funky because, you know, the kind of stuff you're putting out there is lack. It's putting a, a being empty. So so it's you go through these experiences and you go like, well, this person didn't fulfill me. You know, it's their fault, their asshole, you know, whatever it is. And, and the moment we do that, we lose our opportunity to refine this frequency. No, we no longer have that attention there. It's no longer bringing, bringing energy. It's taking energy away, right? And it's we are not empowered at this point. We're not empowered uh, to, to make anything because we don't have the energy to really understand what the adventure is. Because now we went there and we had all these experiences and they sucked. And you were like, well, the adventure sucks. But it's not that the adventure sucks. It's like we don't realize what the adventure is. The adventure isn't doing stuff. It's experience, being present when you are living your life. So if you're not present, if, if your true uh, uh, inner core, it's the shadow of this hunger instead of the, the adventure, 
then your experience is going to be a, a, is going to be lack. Your experience is going to be a challenge. Your experience is going to be a lot of suffering, right? So, um, so, uh, so. So you, you you cannot such people become the great blamers of others for their circumstances, making it very difficult for them to maintain any lasting sense of commitment. And ultimately, the commitment is the commitment to love, to being committed to experience and explore and, and ex, to, to live a life where love is the priority number one. That is the greatest adventure, right? And so if we haven't committed to that and we have experiences that are not fulfilling us, that are, I mean, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having your experiences and suddenly finding out, well, this isn't working. And then you stop it because that happens a lot. It doesn't matter. But there's no blame. That is the big difference, Right. And so the commitment could still be there and say, well, this relationship ended, but I'm still committed to love. I love you or I love this experience or this job or this whatever thing you, you've been through. But it's, it's you know, I'm done with that experience. It's, it's natural cycle came to an end and you move forward to the next part of the adventure, right? But there was caring from the very beginning. There was an openness of the heart. There was the commitment to the adventure, right? But if we have this natural uh, uh, judging and this natural blaming, then the commitment is not there, right? So these people will try many different things in life, but will not manage to knit those things together to form continuity. And this is why you see a lot of these people, they're scattered, they're out there, they're just so busy doing this and this and this and that and that and that, but their life ain't going anywhere, and it's very sad, you know, and I've, I've experienced it myself in my life in, in many other different shadows, right? Because they're all very similar, right? And, and you, you see that you're not actually living that which you really want to be living, right? You might be so busy trying to make money doing all these businesses and all these, you know, ways of doing stuff and you're still broke, you know, and nothing is working. You're like, fuck, man, I'm working my ass off to get all of this thing going. And none of this is working. Why isn't it fucking working? Because the very core energy that, that, that that's at the center of that manifestation is not going to manifest the, 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 the fulfillment that you're looking for. It's manifesting lack because you're coming from a place that doesn't have it. And this is very, uh, it's kind of like it's very subtle. And so I talk about this a lot on the podcast, right? But, you know, we're trying to look at it from all these different angles. But it's the same thing, you know, understanding that the continuity comes because of love. When there is love for your life, for your projects, for your relationships, for your experiences, in that moment you're like going through life and suddenly there's an interruption. You're like, why is there an interruption here? What if I were to just open my heart here and just have this experience for this moment? Maybe gain some love, a laughter, right? Bring some joy to that thing, some fun stuff, some interesting stuff, right? Now you had an adventure, a little adventure there. Your life was real in that moment. And you realize that life is made out of all these little moments of love and connection. And they start to weave a very specific tapestry. And you realize that your life isn't about getting anywhere. It's about all of these little moments becoming together, forming continuity. And we're going to dive more into that when we get to the gift. But um, so these people of the reactive nature, manic people, 
uh, nor uh, they they will not garner true wisdom from their many varied experiences since they're always disappointed in their expectations. And you will see it over and over again. People having this experience. Well, oh, well, I did that. And, you know, fuckers, you know, they did that to me and all that stuff. And you you see a pattern because, you know, I mean, you do have those experiences at some point. You're like, fuck these fuckers. They fuck with me, you know. But that was once, right? And then you learn from that experience and you, you grow right but these people you would you would hear it constantly saying the same thing right it is disappointment disappointment of my relationship disappointment of my experience disappointment 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 it's their fault their fault their fault there's there's so much anger at the experience at, at the at the at the, the dif- different experiences that they've had that there's no space for wisdom Right. So the manic nature is driven by the deep urge to escape its own past and find the perfect place, the perfect person, the perfect situation to fulfill its dreams. So this is the very example of the carrot tied up to the head of the horse and then let loose in the field. The the, the horse will always keep going for that carrot that is tied to its horse and never reach it, never reach it because they're looking for a perfect thing. And perfection doesn't exist. Perfection is a limitation in life. The more we're see- seeking perfection, the more weird things get. You know, you start, because you do manifest and you're having that, uh, you know, focusing your attention to manifest whatever perfection you're looking for. And you're going to, ma- you're going to, people, th- th- you do manifest. And then when it manifests, you realize, but this isn't fucking perfect, you know? And, and it's, it wasn't from the very beginning, it wasn't about that being perfect or not. It was about the experience, right? So we spend our whole life trying to build and craft. We have this agenda with checklists and all this bullshit, right? And where is that leading us? We are losing that smile in the morning because we're such in a hurry to get there to do the thing that's going to get us there, right? This and this and this and that. But we're missing the moments of life that are happening here. And that is the adventure. It's not getting it there, but being and weaving moment to moment all of these experiences, right? So in wishing for such a state of perfection, the manic people miss the real gold, which is the adventure itself. And that's exactly what happens, right? This. And so the key here is to call forth the experience. You're having the contemplation of these genies, of this repressive or reactive nature in your life. You're contemplating your whole genetic profile, whatever it is, if you have it. Or you're just contemplating this genie because it makes sense to you. This, this, this stuff, we have this stuff, right? Everybody has this 35th genie, whether it's in your profile or not. We're, we, we have hunger, and we want adventure. This is a nat- and the same with every single uh, jinky. This is natural, a uh, core essence of who we are right now. So, looking at this thing, you go, okay, well, God, you know, you're contemplating. What does this mean to me in my life? You're observing. You're overlaying this concept on your experiences, on your relationships, on your conversations, and you call forth, say, God, send me the experience so that I can have. A somebody that can mirror this back to me so that it can piss me off. That is the way you call forth this reactive nature. The people that piss you off. And, and in, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it's going to be complicated. You might not be understanding. It's, it's a dark, it's a, it's a blind spot. 
like the one on the car that you have to turn to see if you have a car right there next to you when you're going to make a turn. It's a blind spot in the unconscious. But the key here, and this is very valuable, is that when the people come and they piss you off, not that they piss you off for something they did or, or directly at you because they're insulting you, their behavior, their way, their way of being, how, who they are naturally pisses you off. It's exactly the manifestation that you call forth. If you call forth and say, God, send me the manifestation of this thing so that I can actually see it, right? They will piss you off. Their essence will piss you off. Why? Because they're mirroring what you have in the unconscious that you are not taking responsibility for. Because if you had already cleared that energy, brought it to the conscious, shifted and transmuted it from the shadow to the gift, you would have compassion for them. You would look at them and say, fuck, man, I've lived that shit. I know what that feels to be unconscious about that and they're doing it. And you feel compassion. It doesn't mean you're going to play their games or you're going to, you know, even be friends or communicate with these people. They might be like really going through, you know, it might be nasty, but you do have compassion. And then it's, there is no, this triggering of anger within yourself. That's how you differentiate. And that's how you work this reactive nature. It's incredibly powerful. This technique is incredibly powerful. And if, you know, that's why we're preparing for that experience. This is the theory. If this was a class, this would be theory. And then that would be the field. When you go into life and you have that experience, we all have them, what they call the triggers. They're triggering you. Why? Why are they triggering you? You know, you might, you know, somebody might be something doing something stupid and you might recognize it and you might need to address it, you know. But, the, but it, one thing is addressing something and another thing is that it's pissing you off because you still need to address things in life, but you would address them from a very different place. Okay, well, I know what's going on here. I know what needs to happen. I'm not going to get into the drama of this whole experience. I am just going to address it and say, okay, well, we need to do this or I need, I need to get out of here, whatever it needs to be addressed, but it's not going to reach you. Now, the hardest part is when you recognize, fuck, it's pissing me off. Because that's when you have to let that anger, that pain, that suffering, whatever it is, pass through your electromagnetic field, through your emotional body, hit your heart and start breaking that uh, crust that, that we've built around the heart. And what it is, is taking responsibility for that experience. And you're saying, but it was their fault. They are the asshole. They are, they, they left me or they didn't give me what they want. It's the disappointment, right? We're looking at this disappointment. And when we say, no, it's not their fault. I am the one who at some point in my life, or I put it in the unconscious and it's on, on, on a loop. I send that, 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 that stone of attention into that lake and it created that ripple in the still lake, and now the ripple is returning. That energy is returning. This is my manifestation. I am this. And it's going to be painful. But the more you're experiencing the painful, is going to gradually give you peace because it's going to, it's like when you, when you are in a situation where you can't get away and you, all you do is you, you curl into a corner and you start crying. Ah. At the end of the crying, you're going to feel this peace and this relief. This is what we're doing. We are melting the barriers around our heart so that we can love, truly love, love ourselves, love our lives, love our relationships, love our experiences. And that love is what's going to lead us 
all the way out of the shadows and all the way back into God. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to dive into the 35th gift of adventure, the inner space, the final frontier. This is the exciting, this is when it gets exciting. And this very jinky is very interesting. We're going to be talking about the code on ring of miracles, which is, this is one of the only, I think there's another one that is just by itself. I don't remember, but I think this is the only code on that. It only has one jinky. This 35th jinky is uh, it, it's it's they call it wormholes and miracles, and we're gonna start talking into the, about that tomorrow. It's gonna be very very beautiful. But uh, um, a podcast is every day Monday through Sunday. You can find you can find it on every podcast app out there. If you go to Jorn.tv, that's J O U R N TV on the about page, you can find all of our social media links. And at the bottom, uh, also on the uh, Pioneers tab, you will find all of our interviews with um, light workers. We call them the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are people from all walks of life that have had an awakening and they've gone through the darkness and found an answer that worked for them, a healing, a treasure, a sword, whatever it is that they found. And now they're coming out of that darkness. They've come out and now they're giving it. They're sharing it in the best way that they can. And, um, and and we have our interviews with these beautiful people because ultimately we're all sharing our point of perspective, right? And my maybe the way that I'm talking or the way that I share, it's, it doesn't going to resonate with everybody. But there's other people. It's all the same healing. We're all just talking about love in so many different ways. This is why language is so inefficient, right? But we're doing the best we can with what we have. So some of these people, you might resonate with them also. And these are also uh, interviews that are on video and audio, and you can find them all on the Pioneers link of Jorn.tv at the very bottom. It says Pioneers. Or you can find them uh, find them also on Rumble. We have a Rumble link also on the About tab. You, could, you will find that link there. Also, if you're going through your dark night of the soul, through the deep, the deep suffering of having awakened and not being able to fit in this reality, the way out there is to find your own healing. Yes, of course, that's what we're talking about here, right? But there is a very specific way, a very specific technique that it uh, uh, accelerates it. If you're ready to let go, because sometimes the, the reason this, this stuff might take 10, 20, 50 years is because you're not letting it go. You're not letting go of the past. And so if you're not ready, then it's not going to work. But we have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through their dark night of the soul in just a few months. The time that it takes to change a very particular habit and learn a very specific technique of balancing the male and female polarities within you. If you want to learn more about that, if you need help in that area, at the very bottom of TV, there's a support link at the bottom right corner. Click on that one and you can learn more about this program right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <music>